What is up, everybody? This is Baxter Street Boys. I'm your host, Cole Wilcox, joined as always by co-host Jake Gordon and our producer, Griffin Rudy. Um, dogs are 4-0, and you know that's as simple as I can make it. we got a lot to talk about about this game. Though. I, th- I think we're going to have some different emotional opinions about it. Uh, we might we might really hash it out in this one. I, I'm not sure how it's going to go. Really, I haven't I haven't talked to Griffin and Jake much about how what they're feeling, but just you know, just knowing them, knowing me, I, I think we might have some difference of opinion here. So it should be a good one, uh, guys. If you could please like and subscribe to the channel, that would be much appreciated. We we already can't thank you enough for the growth that we've seen already. Um, y'all continue to support us a lot. Uh, but. Number one, other than Georgia, just an unbelievable slate on Saturday. Going into it, it just looked like one of the best slates of the year. And it kind of delivered uh, two all-time games. So we're going to get into all that, but obviously lead with the dogs. Um, so without further ado, let's just get right into it. Sideline and it's intercepted. Intercepted. Keely Ringo. Touchdown, Georgia. I know I'm asking a lot, you guys, but hunker it down one more time. All right, boys. Boys, how we feeling? <laughs> I've been better, but uh, you know, we're rolling. We're rolling. I'm ready to get started. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I was at a wedding, get, didn't get to watch most of the game live, but I, I watched the whole thing today. So uh, I've got some thoughts, but uh, I don't don't think I'm going to be near as harsh as as most people have been being. So, Yeah, um, didn't cover the alternate spread for my teaser. Not happy about that. 29 and a (laughs) half, guys, come on. That's not that much. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're giving away free money in the Georgia games right now. Just Have we covered one time? We're 0-4 against the spread, right? Have to be. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I'm cooped up in a hotel in Sarasota. I have to come down here. I flew down today. I fly back Tuesday, have exit meetings. Uh, I'll let you make your own judgments on that. But uh, anyway, let's talk about football. The dogs. So I want to preface with this. I tweet out something the other day about what would make you satisfied coming out of this game. And it was like on Thursday. It got a million comments. And I would say 60%, 65% of the comments were like, just win. Mm-hmm. I Listen, we've had this account for over a year now. I've been on Georgia Twitter for a long time. <laughs> I know good and well that none of y'all that commented that truly believe that. Because we have no. some psychos in this in this fan base. And, and you know, we're spoiled at this point, like, Used to, that may have been true, just win the game. But when we're going to play UAB, I can promise you that is not – you're not telling the truth by saying just win. And and it proved that way because Twitter is an absolute nightmare right now. So if you commented just win under our post, check yourself. I'm not – Baxter Street Boys is not a place for coach speak. All right? You tell us how you freaking feel. We tell you how we feel. We don't sugarcoat anything. That's bull crap. I expect better next time. When I ask – what makes you satisfied? Do not say just win because there's only one game a year that y'all feel that way. That's the national championship. And we'll still find a way to complain about some things here and that. Listen, they weren't the only ones lying either. They're the ones that said just win. The ones that said opening drive touchdown. Opening drive touchdown. That yeah, make you satisfied. We got that. I guarantee you those guys weren't satisfied. 
Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe people were saying just win against UAB. I'm like, oh, I mean, I wasn't born yesterday. Like, I, I know way better than this. It was unbelievable to me. But yeah, we, yeah. we did we did win in convincing fashion. But there was some hiccups. There were some hiccups we have to address. Um, let's just start from the beginning of the game. Kind of roll down what happened. First drive was was beautiful. I mean, we just cut them up, went right down the field. They came out with a nice with a pretty deep ball over the middle. Uh, was it Ra Ra that caught it or Love It? Yeah, it was Love It. Love it right over the middle. Got to one of our best players in space. Got Carson in rhythm, ran the ball well, punched her out in the end zone. I'm like, all right, here we go, finally. We're finally just going to open up a can and take you to the house. Well, then we just stalled out. The next thing you know, it's 7-7. Seven to seven. So, uh, what, what went wrong? What happened? You go ahead, Grant. I mean, I don't know, dude. Just some stupid mistakes really made it look super ugly early, honestly. We stalled on some drives in the first in the first quarter uh, after that first drive, and then the fumble uh, was that was that not a punt? Yeah, or, yeah, it was a punt. But Muse, listen, Muse does no wrong in my eyes, so I, I don't care about the fumble. Yeah, I mean the fumble it doesn't really bother mm, me that special much. Teams, special teams, special teams mishaps just, they make my skin it, crawl. It made it easy to, to to give up a touchdown there, give up some points at least. So um, we, we are. And when it comes down to it, we are missing some guys right now. We're missing some dudes right now. No, 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 we're not doing this. Um, it's UAB. Like, I that excuse, sure. Like, keep it in the back pocket, I guess. We are missing dudes, <laughs> and yeah, like, it, it, it's going to affect us. But we haven't had Lad all season. So, like, this is the team we have. We were fairly healthy at running back at this point. Like, Edwards is our guy. Milton's out. Milton is, has been hurt a long time. Um, we got who we need. Like, Dylan Bell's back there running the ball. We're fine, whatever. Receiver, we're so deep. It shouldn't matter. We, we talked about how deep we were going into the season all year long, so we, so we shouldn't be mad about Ladd. Offense is pretty freaking healthy other than Mims. Like, like let's be legit. Ladd and Mims are two big missing pieces. They're out. Okay, so what? We should still be able to block UAB. Offensive line played fine. Like, I, I had no problem. Yeah, I thought they played really okay. Game. We still didn't run the ball that well, though. Uh, let me look at the stats. I, I thought we ran it fine, but – I think we only yeah, finished like 150 find, um, yards or something like that. I think yeah, it was Dr. Was SEC, which I, I don't understand why. A lot of Georgia fans don't like this guy. Yeah, I like, think it's pretty real. That, that, yeah, no, like he he just doesn't like – like he just doesn't tell Georgia fans what they want to hear basically, and so they go after him and get mad. But he had a really great point earlier. Um, I'm trying to find it because he does talk about us a lot, but I mean uh, – he said basically it was something about how this team doesn't have like a Nicobe Dean in the middle or doesn't have a, a a Roquan Smith in the middle. And I was like, yeah, they do. It's just Devon Bullard. He hasn't been playing. Yes, that that is definitely the biggest loss. That is that's the one that like he's he's our spark plug on defense. I've been very disappointed with the middle linebackers. I, I want to get to that later. I don't want to harp on that yet. Griff, um, we rushed for 188 yards, 5.2 yards of carry. Oh, my I, I don't know how much more we can ask for there. Yeah, never mind. Um, I thought we ran the ball just fine. I, I thought we threw the ball just fine. I, I really don't have a problem with the offense. Everybody's blaming the offense for this stuff. Like, you're yeah. not going to score every drive. We did go Dude, four They scored out. 49 points, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't really understand. Like, All right, so the second drive, after we scored, we get the ball, get to Bowers for 10 yards for a first down, Andrew Paul for four yards, 
Uh, Beck throws an incomplete pass, and then he's sacked. All right, whatever. You know, that's just that just happens. Next drive was 10 plays. We moved the ball down the field, and then we just stalled out at the UB 23, and we missed a, did we miss a field goal, or we went for it? Well, we went for it. We went for it. Yeah. Look, I mean, we drove the ball. We go for it on fourth down, whatever. And everybody's like, oh, Beck's off. You know, he don't do this, don't do that. Beck, I don't know if y'all check the stat book. You're like, oh, stat book's lost sometimes. Okay, maybe so. But Beck went 22 of 32 for 338, three touchdowns, zero picks. Well, yeah, was no. he perfect? No, he was not perfect. Uh, but he wasn't. He didn't drop a deep ball. You know, he did overthrow one. Like, that's going to happen. He put one right on the money. It was dropped. Uh, he's a very accurate passer. He doesn't put the ball in harm's way. Uh, yes, he does check down some, but, you know, it's better to check down than just force stuff over the middle. And how many how many times did he get sacked? No, see, remember. this is I... this is the thing that gets me with Georgia fans sometimes. And I don't want to be a hater right now. But Carson Beck did what he did on Saturday. Jake Fromm had maybe one game in his whole career that looked like that in the box score. And Georgia fans will die for him. And I don't understand. And I, like, also, what is what is so different here? Like it, it's always it was always the next guy until Jake Fromm came around. That nobody ever wanted the next guy. They wanted Jake Fromm, and then Stetson I Bennett. Comes. I can tell you why, but we'll have that conversation off the show. Stetson Bennett <laughs> wins two national championships. People were still trying to run him off until, like you know, halfway through last year. Uh, you know, but it's just it's always the next guy. Beck's been fine this year. I feel like he's the least of our problems right now. Yeah, Dude, you, also, like, you also have to consider he he probably lost 50 to 60 yards on Arian Smith dropping maybe the easiest touchdown of his life. Yeah, yeah. That was a beautiful like, deep ball. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I love the way our offense looked this year. Like, there has been some moments where you see growing pains, but our top two receivers are transfers, a brand-new quarterback. We, we have one healthy re- running back, and the other one is Dylan Bell. Uh, our, our right tackle is out. I know I just said no excuses here, but, like, I think it's looked pretty good. Like, and the numbers would back that up. Really, anybody that knows anything about football would back that up. The offense has looked good. Has Beck missed some throws? Yes, but there's none where I'm where I'm thinking, and I'm like, wow, that was just a terrible throw. Like, Beck Beck is the reason this drive stalled. Like, it's been very few times I've thought that, especially this past game. The real issue in this game to me, which kind of pisses me off, the defense was atrocious. Like, we can yeah. we can skip around it and say whatever we want to. It was not good. When UAB got the ball back before half, marched right down the field and scored, that was the most embarrassing drive we've had on defense in the Kirby Smart era. And I know I'm spo- we're spoiled here, and, and that's part of it. Like, we've watched the defense just dominate for the past however many years. That right there was the first sign of complacency to me that I've seen in a Kirby Smart team in a long time. Like, that was not good at all. It was, it was tough to see. I don't see that fire from JDJ that I see a lot. Uh, I don't see that fire from Smile right now. Uh, Malachi was was just kind of hit or miss this game. Like he's still good, but it wasn't like he was coming down here laying the wood, getting up and telling somebody about it. Like it just seemed like the defense had no interest in being there. I get it. It's UAB. It's our fourth game. We're coming off a tough fought game against South Carolina. It is tough, but that's not what championship teams do. Yeah, like, and I, I mean, yeah. the, these past two years, dude, the D they took pride, and even even the little teams, mm-hmm. like they didn't want them to get in the end zone. 
ever. No. And they were pissed when they did. So yes. I, we just – we need that fire back, man. It's it, – I don't know what it's going to take, like what kind of wake-up call they need, like to, to finally, you know, get into it. I thought it was – Maybe South Carolina in the first half, Spencer Rattler kind of ripping him a new one, and then but and no, they played great. In the they look, they look great game. the second half. They looked unbelievable. They looked like a Georgia defense second half. But yeah. they just, yeah, they, yeah. you know, they it didn't carry over to this next game. So, yeah, you know what I always like to say, you know, excuses are like elbows and assholes. We all got them. Uh, there's no use in talking about it. But I hate that that Oklahoma game got canceled. Man. That really could cause some problems. Like I feel like that was going to keep them like. It's nice to have something early in the year to kind of keep you on your toes, and now they don't have that. And then they're going to go to an Auburn team that just threw for 56 yards in an actual legitimate SEC football game. By the way, I saw a crazy stat today. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it's like Auburn hasn't passed for like 100 yards in their last five Power 5 games or something like something crazy like that. Like That's they're disgusting. Pathetic. Yeah, Auburn is freaking terrible. Like Auburn is terrible. We should come out. We should go to Jordan-Hare and boat race him on Saturday. Anything and we're not less going than that. I don't think we're yeah, going any, to. Anything less than that will be disappointing to me. And, and there'll be so many people saying in our comments, like, are you all serious right now, blah, blah, blah. Listen, beating Auburn is always good. Screw Auburn. You know, Jordan Hare is a tough place to play. But, like, if you can't go into that game motivated, there, there's I, – I sat here and told you all I watched that entire Auburn Cow game. That's two of the worst teams I've ever seen play football. It was awful. It made me like the sport less. Auburn sucks. We have to go open a can on them on the road. Tear them a new one. It's our first road game of the year. You know, usually you're like, well, I expect some jitters. First game of the year, blah, blah, blah. Screw all that. Go in there, whip their tail, send the, uh, the crowd home early, and get the heck back home. Like, we need a statement game on Saturday. Because I it's think slow. I, My only issue with the freaking offense is half, we don't snap the ball unless there's 10 seconds left on the play clock. Like, maybe we need a little rhythm going every now and then. Yeah. Operate with a little bit. I'm not asking for a hurry-up offense. That's the last thing I want. But I would like, you know, after a big run or something, get to line pretty quick, snap it, hit a quick route, get going. Like, sometimes when your offense, it just feels slow sometimes. It feels sluggish. Everything Mike about this Bobo's team feels a little bit I've always right felt now. that way, too. And I, I don't hate Mike Bobo like everyone else, but they have always felt really slow. No, Mike Bobo has called a heck of a game so far. Like, every game so far, I feel like Mike Bobo has called a really, really good game. And against South Carolina in the first half, it felt like he wasn't. But, like, it takes players executing the game plan, too. Like, you have to be willing to take some shots. And Beck corrected that in the second half, and he did it all UAB. He was throwing the ball everywhere. No, I, um, we're, I hitting more, we're hitting more explosive plays this year than we ever did with Bonkin. You yeah. can check the numbers. They're, like, Everything is there. Everything is in place. I, I really think it's just the mentality of the players at this point to go out there yeah. and wear somebody out. Like, don't play around. Wear them out. Like, don't don't settle. Say, don't settle for this. I would. I would also say the team has probably played three complete quarters of complimentary football, and two of those were the second half of the South Carolina game, to where the offense and the defense are both actually clicking, and then. Yeah. The rest of the time, it's just been somebody's somebody's dragging ass. Sorry, Coda, I didn't mean to wake you up, buddy. <laughs> and I do, I do expect. Like, I'm not worried about the defense. It's just, it's just like a frustrating thing because you know how good they are and how talented they are. And you know, I, I kind of thought after they got showed up last week, they'd they'd be a little more. A little yes, more yeah, and I th I think that's where it stems from. This little outburst I've had, but 
Like, you know guys like JDJ and Bullard, who I know is hurt right now, Starks. Like, all these guys play with such a passion and play with, like, such a fire. And I just haven't seen that yet. And, and I, and I, I expect that to be corrected pretty quick. Like, like JDJ's a dog. He's a leader. Like, he's – he – Knows he needs to be better. I'm I'm fully aware of that. Um, not just on the playing field. I'm not saying he's played bad, but like better in, in, as a leader. Like we need him in the middle doing it. Well, I think that's one of the main things we're missing with Bullard not being on the field too. He he hypes up our defense too. Like they they get fired up when Javon Bullard comes up and drills somebody. And it just I don't know. I'm really hoping that this Auburn game next week, uh, like just they're, they're, they 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 want to go in there and embarrass them like we've done to a lot of SEC teams on the road for the past two years. And, like, I don't know, maybe that'll be the turning point is just going it, going right. on the road and finally getting a chance to just embarrass somebody. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't look like I think it's going to look because there's a way that I think it's going to look, and I don't think a lot of people are going to like that. Well, it, it, if you play Auburn's game, it's going to look terrible because they suck. Like, they're so bad. There's nothing about them good. It's just ugly football. And so, if you do, if we end up going in there and playing at that level, it is going to be a nasty football game. So, yeah. we have to correct that quick. I hope it doesn't pull down. I, I hope it doesn't come down to this. But I can like see it loss, being like a thirty-five to ten game, but it's going to be the ugliest twenty-five point win you've ever seen in your life. Like it's just going to look yeah. so bad. What's the spread of that game? Is there? A spread I think it, I think we're like twelve and a half point favorites. I think twelve yeah, and a half. Up, it opened up as fourteen. Uh, it might still be around that. I thought it was it might have been fourteen and a half that I saw, but it's not a lot. <laughs> I mean, we haven't covered a spread all year. I don't know why. It yeah, would be we're like, what, what do you mean, Griff? We haven't covered a spread yet. I know, like, but why, I mean, like, I'm still gonna hammer it <laughs> if it's twelve I, and a half. I'm taking the under. It's like I, I really don't want it to come down to this because that would suck. But like, a loss might not be the worst thing for this team. Just, have to lose like, just just yeah, a kick in the face, good. like yo. <laughs> We're not invincible. Like, let's it, play. It, let's play a fun game. If you guys were to lose, if you guys were, if we were to lose to somebody, who would you? Who would you guys want? Ole Miss, Kentucky. Yeah, I could say Kentucky, I, somewhere Missouri, on the, Ole somewhere Miss. on the road against a non-Tennessee team. Yeah, or Florida. It, neither of those two, and I'm okay. Yeah, definitely not Florida. Yeah, it's it's just like I don't know. You just you, I just watch all these other teams in the league right now, and nobody really looks that good and that dominant. And, it, and it, it's just frustrating that we're in that mix too. It's like I can't sit here and comfortably say that we're just better than everybody right now, and and it and we should be able we to. Aren't. But, but we're it's definitely like not. it's yeah, we have a lot to correct. We have a lot to get going. We're still like we're still very good. We're still a like top four team in the country, one hundred percent. But it ain't like. If we squared up with Michigan, or we squared up with even Bama on a neutral, field I think Washington. Right now, I think Washington might wear us out right now. Washington would score on us; they can score. Uh, I think we'd score at will on them as well. But the problem, the the issue here is, we just haven't separated ourselves from the pack, and and that's what we all have grown to expect. We have the we have the talent to do it. I think everybody knows that. I th- I really do think we will. But we can't – we have to put together four quarters. Until we put together four quarters, I can't comfortably say that. I'd say we barely look like – I mean, like, really, if I was trying to do, like, the fake motivation thing, like, there's probably two or three teams I'd have ahead of us. I'd probably have Florida State maybe. No, uh, that They've been yeah. a little bit shaky, but 
Texas, I'd probably I'd probably put Texas ahead of us. Washington, I mean, dude, it's like they I'm just so don't. Biased. I can't even talk about this. I, I there's not yeah, seen they look bad, it, Griff. But... You know they do. They look bad. <laughs> we don't and look deserve... bad. Bad is not the word to use. We look not as That's good as we to, could. Uh, you know, as the, on, on it's graded on a scale. We're not I meeting mean, expectations right now. I mean, there there has been multiple periods throughout the year where we've looked legitimately bad. There's certain quarters South where we, if we play a quarter like that against a good team, we'll be down no, twenty. South Carolina up. for the first, but we haven't looked. I mean, it just bad is not the word I'd use. Under bad against South Carolina the first half, we looked bad. Yeah. We were down fourteen to three. We whipped. They whipped us. They marched right down the field At twice. Home. We gave up a third down in the red zone, third and long in the red zone. We looked bad. Hell, we might have lost to Oklahoma if we played that game. No, they suck. They, they didn't look good. Yeah, that's tough, dude, but, I mean, it's still a home game. But the thing, the thing about it is there has been some teams tested, like like Jake's talking about. Florida State has been tested twice now and has two really, really good wins. Um, Washington has not been tested. Washington, Washington has not been tested. But it, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough to, to quantify that. Um, Texas has been Texas, tested. Texas has been tested. But there's some Wyoming, teams who have been tested. And we we have been tested. It, should, it was just by South Carolina at home, which is Oregon has really been not tested. What you want. Oregon is good. They played. They played. Uh, they played Colorado, who's who should have been a top ten team. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe this is season. just maybe this. Uh, Oregon, we'd still whip their asses. <laughs> maybe yeah, this just recent bias, but I, I kind of still feel like they would have that memory of that game, and I think I think we'd have a mental. Oh, Carson well, Beck did Nicks, score Bo more Nicks points than Bo Nix in that game last year, so that is true. No, and, and I, I really don't want to sit here and sound like it's doomsday, but I'm not going to sit here like. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to sit here in like sunshine, Paul. Yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, for sure. I, I'm I'm in the same boat. I'm, I mean, like, it hasn't been sunshines and rainbows this year so far. It's been it's been different than it has. I've, I've not years, enjoyed so. this college football season, which is a shame, because we've had so many good games. I don't know if it's just people online on Twitter just being so astronomically dumb or just the fact that Georgia has been, like, I feel like I, I I could just feel a loss creeping up on Georgia or what this season. I know what my main issue has been. My main issue has been that I can't win a single bet. But uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. if <laughs> that was if know. that was I don't know if that was your issue, you wouldn't enjoy any season because you did come in last last year. In our <laughs> <laughs> I still fully believe I, I believe that we were the best team in the country. Could I sit here and argue tooth and nail with like like with someone and, and feel smart? <laughs> no. I think that's where I'm at at this point. It's not like I can comfortably sit and argue with someone that we're the best team in the country and, and feel like I'm for sure coming out of that conversation winning the argument. We don't I, do have I believe to it? Do yes. I've said it. I, hey, I, I said it. I said it online. I'll stand by it. The best team I've watched with my own two eyes all year is Washington. Do they, you know, does that mean they're better than us? But the ones that I, the teams that I've watched, they've been the best consistently. Well, they're, or they're taking care of business for sure. So that's that's really like my takeaway from this game. I know we kind of got off track, but it it's just yes, we we turn it on when we need to, and that's great to see because you know that's what you have to do. But it'd be nice be if ready you, didn't so have you don't to have to get ready. In, in the middle yeah, of the game, it, it, it'd be nice to have it turned on all the time, like we have the past two years. It feels like, yeah. and, 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 and there has moment. been struggle. It's not like we've come out the last two years and just blown everyone out. There has been struggle. Yeah. Yeah, Missouri last and year was a part big of it. And, and that Missouri is, game last year, the South Carolina game this year never felt like the Missouri game did 
last year to me. Oh, oh I thought we were going to lose Missouri. It sure did. I, I don't think – dude. No, you dude, I thought we were going to lose both. But no, games. no, but no. Yeah, the Missouri was so game mad. was bad, but it was it, it went on for four quarters is all I'm saying. Like, it, we struggled for four quarters in that game. And, okay, and everybody wants, game, everybody we struggled for two. Everybody wants to compare this Missouri game. Why were you upset at the Missouri game last year? Like, what, what the root cause, why were you so mad at it? Because we couldn't run the ball. No, no, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that game. It started from game one. Because you saw exactly what we could do in that year. You saw how good we could be when we played Oregon. We have not seen the how only, good we Yeah, that year. was the difference. So what, that what, was the this difference. This game is not comparable to Missouri. This South Carolina game is not comparable to Missouri because we have not seen this team at full strength. For all, all we know, that's the best we can play. We had already not, pistol though. whipped Oregon. We do not have that game under our belt this year. We do not no, have, Griff, a, have a serious a conversation right here team for just a minute. You have not I seen am. how good we can be. No, we haven't seen it yet, but we can be better. Exactly, than we have so it's not year. comparable. It's not comparable. But that's the difference. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I, I agree. Like, if, and, if we had seen that, if we had gone to Oklahoma and beat Oklahoma's ass by forty-two points in Norman, and exactly. we were doing this, I'd be like, okay, let's calm down a little bit. But that's exactly, just not the case. yeah, we'd be fine. It's like, ah, right, we're we're just struggling right now. It's like, no, we've played four games, and we've yet to play four complete quarters. How so, like streaky teams don't win championship. That's just not what happens. So until we figure that out, like we really can't get that upset. You just have to, you just have to, to be happy with the highs and, and ride with the lows because there's, there's nothing to gauge this on. We're not last year's team. We're not the team before. Like we, this team has to have their own identity. They have to prove themselves, and and they have not yet. They have not shown us what a full, like complete game 2023 Georgia Bulldogs look like. Well, it's a good thing that it's a 15 game long season. You hope that is true. Well, yeah, hopefully it's fifteen at the best. I would, I would love for it to be fifteen. I mean, Clemson not put together four good quarters either, and their their series or their season will not be fourteen games or fifteen games. Yeah, well, they suck. So they don't suck. I mean, they just took four. They, they don't suck. I, they they don't suck. Okay. Yeah, let's let's get into it. Should we go? Should we go no, ahead and get into just, it? Are we done? Yeah, let's just start there. Let's start. Well, there guys, actually, four. hang on before we do start. Please like and subscribe. This is kind of when we transition from the UGA nice. talk to more general college football talk. Uh, we, we try to be a little more goofy and a little more lighthearted with this. So if you enjoy that type of stuff, stick around. And stick around every week. Florida State, Clemson. It was an all-time classic. It really was. It was awesome. Awesome game. And this is where, like, you can compare it to Georgia last year is because you saw how good Clemson can be for three quarters of this game. Really four quarters. Like, you had you had the unfortunate defensive touchdown for Florida State. That was backbreaking kind of in that game. Swung the momentum. But, like, that you look back at that game. Duke game, and, and Duke is a good team, don't get me wrong, but if you're a Clemson fan, you're looking at that week one, and you're like, how, like why? Why Why do we not play like this? That's that's where the frustration that all Georgia fans have is, like, why are we not playing like this? But we have no basis. They saw it for three quarters against Florida State. It was really good. Clemson really just wore them out, like, plain and simple. Clemson's DBs, Played unbelievable. They, they really did. They played really all good. game and just locked up like two of the best receivers in the country the, pretty much the whole time. Like he got loose once and then he made some really good plays another time. But they were one on one all day and they rose the challenge. They played their balls off. Will Shipley played his balls off. Kate Clubbett really played good. They just, 
They had a chance they have to a put them stupid, away. They have a stupid-ass kicker. We had this conversation yeah, last week. Yeah, I was about to say, it, it, they played a great game, all for it to come down to their freaking dork kicker to miss a 29-yarder to not win the game. Also, yeah, why are you running a double reverse pass on the goal line when you're trying to run down the clock? That was a stupid play call. They lost that game. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, I, I mean, just, moving like, forward. They, they didn't, you know. Florida State another good win like they're just stacking good wins that that's as tested as you're going to get clemson at clemson uh and, and they rose the challenge now they literally have beat miami they'll have to beat duke and that's about it nc state's terrible i will so, be like, playing duke who, against notre dame this week someone put yeah notre dame goes to duke this week that's right that'd be big dicey. time letdown spot too that'll be dicey yeah and then the 330 slate was supposed to be the slate that just absolutely delivered. And it turned out to be a stinker, a dud. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah, uh, Alabama, Ole Miss was, Alabama Ole Miss was close for a half, but it was not good football. It was, it was, <laughs> it was really slow, bad man. football, actually. And then Bama, Bama pulled away in the second half. Bama whipped their tail in the second half. Bro, and I think uh, if you're a Bama fan, you have to be pleased with that second half performance. That's the best they've looked all year. I couldn't explain to you how pissed off I would be if I was an Ole Miss fan, but Blaine Kiffin, the way he talks yeah, about Alabama agreed. and Nick Saban, like it's so – dude, I would be like, shut up. Could you imagine if we lost to like – I guess Tennessee would be pretty comparable. Could you imagine if we lost to Tennessee and Kirby was over there like no. fawning over their program? Do you know how mad that would make me? No, the Lane Kiffin, the Lane Kiffin shined more off on me about two years ago. Like he was funny when he first came in and like he, he's cool on Twitter. He, he wants to be the stuff. coach after Nick Saban leaves, and that's why he keeps doing So this. bad. <laughs> but yeah, his his little shtick to me has been up for a while. Yeah. He he's a solid coach. He's not a great coach. Uh I, I would love for him to get the job at Alabama because I, I do not believe that he would be even close. Like nobody's ever gonna be close to what Saban did, but like I think he would make them just a middle of the pack SEC West team. Like he has Ole Miss is barely middle of the pack. Like they had the one ten win season. Last year they started seven and and then lost their last five. Until Mississippi, they beat Mississippi State at the end. But Lane Junior, Kiffin, who quite literally had the dead last ranked offense in the country last year. Yeah, one twenty six out of one twenty. Has still, I think maybe Mississippi State last year would be the only one. I think it is the only conference team he has beaten that finished with above a five hundred record. They didn't beat Mississippi. Like, State. They didn't beat Mississippi State last year. Mississippi State beat them. Yeah, they lost to them. Yeah, yeah. He's so it's over the last five games. He's never beaten someone with a above five hundred record. record. It, it, I don't know if that's in SEC play or what. It is. It's an SEC play. Yeah, in conference. He's never yeah. beat a conference opponent that finished above five hundred. Like he doesn't. He feasts on teams that his team is better than. Right when all cards are equal, he's getting beat. And Bama, this like we say it every year. I feel like they play them. Like last year was really like at home, but they had Bryce Young. Bryce Young is better than everybody else. This year, they go into like, it is such a prime opportunity. The first half, they go right down the field and score. They stop them multiple times. Like Alabama is just giving them all these chances to go score, and they don't do it. And then it just Bama just took them over the second half. So. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a massive blown opportunity for Lane Kiffin. If I'm Ole Miss, I'm, I'm like you want Lane Kiffin there because you're Ole Miss, 
But I, I would be having I would like I like you said, Jake, the way he, he talks about Bamba and stuff like that, it, I would be kind of done with it. The other games yeah, are three thirty slates. Colorado, uh, Oregon went exactly. Colorado, we, we, Oregon. We can't, uh, we'll we'll be here till one thirty if if we get into the tangent that I want to get into. But let's just say like I don't understand why Dan Lanning's not getting credit for winning this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first first it was why is this team not a top ten team ranked top ten? Like, look look what they've done. And then as soon as as Oregon beats them by fifty, it's well why why is Dan Lanning acting so like he like he did something special? He took over program as winning and Dion's doing this. Dude, just give me a freaking break. Like, it's one thing to, to pull for Dion and be a fan and, like, want them to do well because it is a fun story. It's been awesome to watch them, what they've done this year. But, like, don't be a baby about it when they lose. Like, don't don't act like Lanning said something out, out of pocket in that pregame message. Like, he's just doing the same thing every other coach in the country does. He's doing the same thing Dion Lanning's does. one of the best at it. That's what like, Dion does. Dion's like, exactly. Dion's like, they don't believe in you. They Like, it's the same thing. It's literally you, the same You thing. don't, but, like, uh, genuinely, like, uh, he tell me he's not telling the truth a little bit there. Like, Dion's whole shtick is, like, yeah, they're going to be a good football team, but also everybody's going to watch. Like, they want people to tune in. They want the clicks. They want that. Like, I mean, it, nothing he said was really the, the off – you know, just not on whether whether it was true or not. It really doesn't matter. It, it's did it motivate his team, and clearly it did. So he did his job. That's what he's paid to do is win games. He won it convincingly, and Oregon is a national title contender, in my opinion. Uh, that's that's really all I have to say. But I, I don't want to spend too much time talking about a game that was fifty points. It's yeah. just an absolute. I, beat I just I, I just don't understand how you can't tip the cap and say, yeah, that's a good, that's exactly. a good team. They they beat him. And Dion did. Dion did. He, he yeah. He literally did. The problem's never so, been with Dion, man. It's the people no. who just fawn over no, him like yeah. he's their fucking dad. <laughs> no, yeah. Like, Dion is not the problem. I mean, it, it's crazy that you can go on Twitter and find dudes uh like the tweet I sent y'all where he's like uh something something about the game is like he's like Dion goes the, over and, and shakes his hand. Here's Dion going and shaking the other coach's hand at midfield. What a class act. It's like, yeah, that's did what you, every coach does. At the end of every single football game. Did y'all see the one guy who said um, he was like, nobody watched college football before this year? Like, the only reason people are watching college football is because of Dion. That's crazy. I I, I was like, I got to log off. I've I've had enough. Yeah. Yeah, this course has been unbelievable. Uh, Like, like how – put yourself in landing shoes. How could you not be, like, a little bit pissed off when he goes on ESPN for an interview and the first three questions they ask him is about, like, not about the game, not about like Colorado strategy, like Colorado specific question. They're the first three questions they ask you. And you're sitting there and you're like, we're the 20 point favorite. We're the top 10 team in the country. We're the team that almost made the playoffs last year. But, but you asked me three questions about this team we're about to play. Yeah, I would take that personal too. And I, I would try to get that message across to my team, which he did. They took, they responded to, and they killed them. So, like, what's and, the, like, what's and the when every here? media outlet is plastering some quote, from preseason when he said, I don't remember them winning anything. Did they win anything? Which they never have. Like, you know, like it's just – it's. It, he was talking about Colorado before Dion got there, number one, like as a program. And it just like yeah. – they're just plastering it. Boom, 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 boom. Every every time you get on Twitter, you get on Instagram, it's right there in front of you. Like – Yeah, and this, this literally changes nothing about Colorado's season. That's the thing. Like, people – the people who actually haven't watched much college football and who just have just tuned in, like 
they're devastated by this and, and, and they're trying to like make all these excuses and, and it you you lost to a team that is established. You lost to an Oregon team that's been recruiting at a top five level for the past five years. It's that's college football. That's that's what happens. That is expected. That's what anyone who knows anything about football expected to happen. So like, yeah, you just tip your cap to a better team. You're like, that's where we want to be one day. We're gonna get there soon. And you keep beating teams that you should beat, which is what Deion has done up to this point. It's been it's really been a successful season. Like I feel like I personally feel like he could lose out if he has some competitive games mixed in there. It would be a successful season because he's gonna recruit really well. And he took a one loss team or one win program to a three win program. And now he's got momentum rolling in the season. So I and then yeah, next it, year they can be a six they can be a six win team. And then maybe after that they can start bucking with teams like this, but it's, there's just no reason to sit there with sit there being a pissy little baby about the whole damn thing. That's so yeah, you're, you're overmatched. It, it's it's part of football. It's what it is. The other three thirty game that I was actually excited for UCLA Utah was abysmal. Yeah, that was awful. I, Horrendous. Game. I don't know if Utah has the best defense of all time, but UCLA could not move the ball to the very end of the game. It it was tough to watch. Pick six on the very first throw that Dante Moore made. He looked like a fresh – he he showed flashes of just being an, an unbelievable talent, which he is. He's going to be really good. He's going to be a problem. But he was just – you know, he was just overmatched on Saturday. Utah looks really, really good. When they get Cam Rising back, they could be a, a legit issue in the back row. Yeah, no doubt. They, they have a, t- a big game next week. They play at uh, Oregon State, who uh, – I mean, we'll get to that game, I'm sure. Uh, crazy game between them and Washington State. But that will be a good matchup. Yeah. Yeah, moving on past the three thirty games, um, Kansas and BYU was exciting. Kansas is good, man. I mean, Lance Lawson. Yeah, should, it's pretty should, fun to watch Kansas just kind of like just rise in the ranks like this. They like they're a good awesome. football team now, and they're, they're really fun to good. watch. Jalen Daniels is awesome. They, uh, yeah, they. If I'm a Power Five team, I, I'm throwing anything I have. If I'm Michigan State, I'm trying to get Lance Lawson with all that I have. Yeah, he's good. He's really, really good. Uh, Arkansas LSU was awesome. Though. That's that is the classic SEC matchup that we expect the Mississippi State LSU to be. Arkansas, we sat out here and poo pooed on them for a little bit last week. We, uh, we talked about Sam Pittman might be done. He, it sucks that he can't find a way to win these type of games. Like he should have beat BYU and he should have beat LSU. But like this, that's what Arkansas can be, and that's why so many people were high on him coming into the year. And, like, you watch KJ just freaking throwing guys off of him in the backfield, extending plays, making stuff happen. Like, that's what he does. That's what Arkansas does. They just can't seem to finish it. And so, LSU survives a pretty big win at home against Arkansas. Yeah. Any thoughts? Um, yeah, that's pretty much all there no, is to it. Pissed me off. Said, I, just, uh, I got talked into LSU by the spread, even though I know it was a rat line, and then they still lost. So <laughs> pissed me off. I don't want to talk it, about this game. That's just like one of you know those SEC games can get gritty like that. It's yeah, they're uh, fun. That, that's they're that's fun. what SEC football is. That's what makes it awesome. So it's a rivalry, yeah. It, it was an awesome game. I, I couldn't stop watching. Um, yeah, you talked about Oregon State, Washington State, Griff. It it really was a throttling. Um, the final score was three points. Yeah, but no, the, the final score was close. But Washington State is good. Cam Washington, Cam Ward is good. Cam Ward is is so comfortable. Like. He just sits back there, like directs traffic. And it's like he's playing in the backyard. Whoever number three is for Washington State, I assume it's I assume it's this Kyle Williams guy. Well, they have two, they had two guys who went for over one hundred and fifty receiving. 
One guy had – Josh Kelly had eight receptions for 159 yards, three touchdowns. Kyle Williams had seven receptions for 174 and one touchdown. Whichever one of these guys is number three, I had it on a TV where the, where the volume wasn't up, so I didn't know any names. He made two one-hand catches that were absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. Both of them were unbelievable. He did it so nonchalant. One was a deep ball downfield. The corner is, is hip and hip with him. He reaches out in front of the corner, snags it, pulls it in, falls. The other one is a touchdown. They were both unbelievable catches. They have some weapons. They're good. And they win the Pac-2 officially. They, they beat Oregon State. And they win the Pac-2. Washington and Washington State is going Must to be, be an absolute shootout. And it's going to be awesome. When is that game? That, is that last game of the year? Last yeah, game of the, the year. Cup. Washington Cup, State. Man. Guys, Washington State has a legit chance. They Tim have to Ward's go good. to UCLA yeah. this week and win. But then they have a massive, massive, probably the top ten matchup with Oregon on October 21st. And then if they win that, if they somehow can win that game, then it would be going against Washington. Because they're not losing Arizona State. They're not losing to Stanford. They're not losing to Cal. They're not losing to Colorado. Like, if, uh-huh. if we got an undefeated Washington versus Washington State the last week of the year would be, like, uh, it would be that'd be electric. of, like, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. It would be like Bedlam a couple years ago, which was sick. I, I can't remember who told me this, um, but it was r- before last year. They were telling me all about this kid from Incarnate Word, uh, Cam Ward, coming to Washington State. And I was like, yeah, I'll keep an eye on this guy. And, like, they were okay last year. Like, he had some big games. And, like, now yeah, he was just a year early because dude has, like, absolutely come alive. He, I was love good. he was good a lot of the way through last year. He just had some, he had some ups. The team was awful. Yeah. yeah, the team was bad. But this year, he's balling for sure. So Balling. He looked, they looked like just so in sync and so comfortable. And it was fun to watch on them. I mean, he went 28 to 34 uh, for 404 and four. So, int- interesting part about this game. Uh, this was the second time a coach uh, freaked out and yelled at an, at an elderly stroke victim uh, after the game about their prediction. This was the second, <laughs> the <laughs> first really? two. Maybe a little less embarrassing than the other one. But yeah, he said, Who was it? It's Washington State's coach, whoever he was. He was like, right, why don't you ask Lee Corso about that? I'm like, dude, Lee Corso doesn't know where he's at. <laughs> well, they have to wipe they have to wipe the drool off of his chin in between sets, man. Like, come on, we, he's a legend. I like I couldn't believe that I looked up on my screen and saw Lou Holtz. No. I couldn't believe <laughs> All right, guys, I, like, I, I'm not trying to be mean. I I actually I actually thought Lou Holtz was dead. I, like, I'm not trying I, to be I, was, I actually thought it was I'm dead. I'm in Jonathan's and Eastridge. I look up, and I see Lou Holtz on the TV, and I, my jaw hit the floor. I was like, that's Lou Holtz. And he's sitting there, and he, and he looks like he's not going to be able to get up out of that chair. God bless him. Dude, they, and, they like, and, made and I, him. I couldn't hear what he was saying. Because ago. I wanted to hear it so bad, but, like, <laughs> Lou Holtz is hilarious. Dude, they made I, him I retire, miss, like, no. Well, like ten years ago, they made him like retire. They were like, "All right, buddy, you're done. Like, you can't do this anymore." And like, they they bring him back yeah. up, and then Ryan Day's on that dude. You're like, yeah. you're bullying a guy who can't even stand. Like, shut up. Good, good segue into that game. That game was awesome. Like, it was that's peak college football. Ohio State at Notre Dame, two story programs. Like, they put on a show. I was very pleased watching it. 
it was it was fun to watch. The Notre Dame green uniforms are cool. Uh, my first thought coming out of the game was Kyle McCord is pretty good. Like he he's a tough dude. Like he he struggled a lot. He did a lot of, of things in the game that's probably ill advised. But then when it came time to get the ball back and go punch the ball in the end zone, he made some big time throws. Some big. Time I will throws. say, uh, hilarious that. Uh... Puffy to point this out. He was like, "Is that?" He's like, "How golden is Notre Dame's defensive coordinator?" And then they they leave a guy off the field two plays in a row to lose the game. Yeah, that's bad. That's really really bad. I, I don't know how that it's, happens. That's inexcusable. I saw yeah, I they, saw him say after the game, he's like, "Well, we didn't want to get a penalty." Well, they're on the half yard, yard line. line. So, like, what, what what's going to happen? They're going to move it up to the quarter yard line, and just just call a timeout and don't have one. You know, pretty simple. I don't care if you get a freaking – or just run somebody out there, legal substitution. Whatever you have to do, push the guy down don't to the play, ground and get an Don't play down. with 10. Don't play with 10. Yeah, they they like, clearly didn't have to know they only point. had 10 out there. Like, <coughs> that's bad. That, that's was, bad that, was, that was one of the dumbest things I've ever heard a coach say in my entire life. I'm not even joking. Yeah. We didn't want to get a penalty-yard <laughs> line, so we, we played with 10 players. That was the longest that, that last drive was the longest like minute and a half drive I've ever experienced in my life as well. Dude, it was, it was, it was emotional. It, 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 la- it, it lasted for an eternity. It, it felt like they dude, got off 14 plays. That's how it felt in that Temple Miami game, dude. I don't know how that went under. Yeah. But, uh, and and then Ryan Day after this game, man. Just <laughs> Everybody's out here, Ohio. It's, it's Ohio against the world. Shut up. Shut up. Yeah, all, you freaking dork. Everybody knows I that famous Ohio, Ohio in the world rivalry like that's been going on for centuries. Who thinks about Ohio? That's what I want to know. It's Ohio against the world. God, he's such a seen? dork, and he's just not a good football coach. So. Oh, well, oh, so yeah, everybody is, everybody this... questions these guys. Nobody nobody questions your players, dude. Everybody knows you have like one of the best rosters in the country every single year, if not the best. We question the guy leading that roster. So <laughs> we you're question just the guy who can't ever win anything with the all these awesome players. <laughs> Here's the tweet. Here's the tweet. Ryan Day is now 49 and 6 at Ohio State. You want to talk about Barry in the lead. Listen to this. The six losses. College football all with a minute 40 left. Lost to 15 when Georgia had to leave with 54 seconds left. All right, sounds like you can't hold on to a lead, but anyways. Uh, college football playoff lost to 13-0 Alabama. Kind of burying the lead. You got your ass kicked that game. Uh, yeah. One score lost to 12th-ranked Oregon. Two losses to Michigan. Both one-score games late in the fourth quarter. And he said, he's good. Doesn't sound like it. Kind of sounds like you can't finish a damn game. Right. So, so when the talent is equal, the guy loses. That, that's what that's yeah. what that right there. It sounds like said. you can't beat like, good yes, teams. It sounds like you're you're gonna run over like Minnesota. Up on yeah. You're gonna yeah. You're gonna run over freaking Iowa. You're gonna run over all these teams that you just supremely out talent. But when all talents equal and it's a close game in the fourth quarter, your team blows it. This is the first game they've won like this in forever, and it is it might be his best win at Ohio State. In all honesty, it was really really good. Like I, I was I was planning on coming on here and giving them all the credit in the world. And then he does this, and just like he just looks like a big fool, They're just screaming at this female reporter, like, "Calm down, bro! Like, awesome, you won the game. Be fired up. Don't be freaking pissed at Lou Holtz, man. And that guy's not hearing you right now. No, yeah, dude, was, he's in bed. <laughs> it was it was an impressive win from Ohio State. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and dog them because it was a good, it was a big time win from them. 
And they won yeah. it in a way that you wouldn't expect from Ohio State. They won it in a gritty, you know, there's 31 total points scored in the game. They won it in a gritty game. It wasn't like yeah. just high-flying offense. They, they won a gritty game on the road. And, it, you know, like it was a big-time impressive win for them. Uh, but Ryan Day ruined it at the end. So uh, I'm not going <laughs> to say all those things. So really, he, just, he still didn't finish it. He still didn't finish the drill. He, he really he really didn't finish the drill. He still fell short at the end because he couldn't <laughs> handle a 90-year-old man who is might be in hospice care next week talking about his team. Dude, dude just had two when I heard When I heard him say Lou Holtz, I, I laughed out loud. It was so somebody, funny. Somebody had the perfect opinion on it. It was like Ryan Day finally grows a pair of balls and finally gets a little chesty with somebody, and it's an 87-year-old man. <laughs> Like that's who you're finally gonna buck up to, buddy. What a, yeah, go fuck up to Harbaugh or something, dog. Like, um, can't yeah, see I, 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 I do not like Ryan Day. I, I'm so sick of him. He just like I just want to see him. It, and it is a tough like. I'll cut him some slack to the point where it is championship or bust. When you inherit a program that just won a national championship, like fresh off of it, when you come in, you get Justin Fields. And well, all of a sudden, like, yeah, all <laughs> you have all this hype, but it's because you're inheriting a team that clearly is national championship good because they just won one. So, like, at that point, the only way to elevate it is to win multiple national championships. He's got to one. He's only gotten to one, and he got housed. So, there, there's a disconnect here, like. You, he hasn't elevated any. He's kept the ship afloat, which is the noble or novel, whatever I'm looking for, accomplishment. But it's it's not like I'm. I don't want to sit here and crown him like a top ten, even head coach. When when you have guys like Lance Leipold who's literally pulled Kansas from the ashes, and and you got guys like Sonny Dykes at TCU who literally took the national championship year one. Like it's uh, tough for me to just throw Ryan Day. In that conversation well and you know i, I can I, guarantee you that 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 born on third comment i bet he hears that and just grinds his teeth at night every night oh, before he goes to bed i know that makes him so mad because that's such a nail on the head type of comment it was that it's, was it's probably one, the best that was one of the best like comparisons i've ever heard <laughs> i saw somebody comment the other day and said he was born on third, and he's still in second. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but, dude. Hey, but, but heck of a win. Florida State, or they still have a lot of a lot of tough games ahead. Penn State and Michigan are both good. So, we'll, well see what they really that, have. But, like, that's, that, that's a big win. After that game, what do you think about them going into the big house to play Michigan? Michigan, um, we haven't seen a lot from this year, to be honest, too. But what I it mean, really means is they have room for error. What, I mean, what, they, what really looks game, like – like from the past two years is they have zero chance to go into Michigan and win that game. If I'm being completely honest. Griff asked the question and answered it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 I want to know what you thought too, but like. I, Michigan, Michigan plays like a decent opponent this week. I can't remember. Michigan oh, has oh, no, not they, looked No, they don't. Never mind. No, they don't. No, they no, haven't they looked good at they all. They play Nebraska. Nothing about what we've seen the past two years tells me that Michigan's not going to have what it takes to bully Ohio State again. I don't know. That game, That game. if you're asking me how does that game make me feel about Michigan, 
it gives me more confidence they can go in and win because that's a yeah. really good win against a very physical Notre Dame team. Very similar to Michigan, how Notre Dame is built. So, yeah, I, I have more confidence they can now. Do I think they will? No. But what it does do, like I just said, is it gives them much more room for error. They're allowed to lose that Michigan game now. They can probably still slide in, in the playoffs. So, losing that one, then, then your margins are small. But they found yeah. a way to win it. So, hats off to them. Oh, also, you got all I got. Yeah, they, they did not look good. I watched Bunch about a half of that. They I pissed me off. I don't even game. know if I want to bet them against Colorado. I feel like we're missing a game for some reason, but I. Uh, I hit about all the, the high profile ones and then some of the good ones that were played. So, yeah, I think we hit all the ranked matchups. Yeah, I, I figured that'd be kind of a fire episode, and it was. Um, I had some things to get off my chest, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, I said yeah. what I need to say. Uh, I went 0 4 in my picks this week. I'm sorry if anybody tailed those. I'd... I'm not sure what I went, honestly. I'll try to bounce back next week. I'm, I'm I, think I, went, about it right now, so. I think I went 3 and 1. I've come out, I've, I've come absolutely blazing out of the gates ever since I lost. Uh, I, I started yeah, off, what, 0 and 4? <laughs> no, 0 and 6. I started 0 and 6. 6. With, with the Colorado Oregon over, I, I, I didn't take into account the fact that. Oregon Colorado would jump sport. out on them like uh, 42 to nothing, and then Bo Nix wouldn't play for like almost the whole second half of the game, yeah, and Colorado would score zero points. I thought they would score a little bit, but they scored none. Yeah, I also had that over. Spread, so. <laughs> take the what? Why take the spread, brother? I almost took te- uh, uh, Oregon team total, but that also wouldn't hit because they just got up so damn early. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it wasn't over. It wasn't even close to hitting, which is which is a dang shame. You know, that's like a good over. But anyway, that's the show. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Like we said, like and subscribe. Uh, we'll be back later in the week, previewing Auburn. Uh, I don't know if I have the same fire or not. Hopefully, it does. But uh, let's uh, let's just go in there and wear them out for four quarters. That's all I'm saying. Just freaking pound them for four quarters physically. Pause. Hmm. All right. Everybody have a good week.